0: Good morning, everybody. Dr. Rick Wallace dropping in on you. I hope that uh, everybody's having a great week, off to a great start. As I always say, regardless to where you're at in your week, in your day, in your goals, in your vision, uh, in your aspirations, in your idea of what will be idyllic for you, regardless to where you're at. If you're on time, if you're ahead of schedule, if you're behind, if you're in a dark moment, uh, keep living, keep pushing, keep fighting, keep expecting something better, uh, keep preparing for something better, keep growing into something better. And something better will happen. Uh, you're not going to circumvent uh, the painful times in life. You're not going to circumvent the vicissitudes and certain changes, unexpected changes that are going to come by. That's par for the course. That's a part of life. You are going to have to be willing to adjust and keep moving. You're going to have to be willing to take some blows and some bumps. You're going to have to be willing to get knocked down a few times. Uh, This is not about ease. I posted earlier this morning that faith does not make it easy. Faith makes it possible. Uh, Just because it's possible doesn't mean that it's easy, doesn't mean that you're simply going to roll through it. Now, what I can tell you from my life experiences, as well as those that I've had the pleasure of knowing or studying that have proven to be very successful in whatever it is they've done, is that uh, there are going to be those moments where you are in such a groove and you're building momentum and you're riding the wave of a particular Uh, moment that you will feel momentum and you will have times and frames in your life where it seems everything is going exactly the way you want it to and it's moving. And then that momentum will ultimately be disrupted because life happens. You know, things happen and I don't want to speak of anything particular, but there are a lot of things that can happen that can disrupt your thinking, disrupt your focus, disrupt uh, the energy and put you in a situation where you have to rebuild that momentum. That's life. It happens. It happens to the best of people. The idea that you, because you master something or you come into a new idea of something and you got it figured out, so you think uh, the idea that that's that's going to mean that you got everything working and nothing's ever going to go wrong again is a foolish uh, assumption, a postulation. You have to understand that life is going to throw some some curveballs at you. And it's going to come at times that are not necessarily the best time. That's one thing that I can tell you is when you least need it to happen is when it probably will happen. And then you just have to sit up and be prepared to push through. Success is not about the circumvention of difficult moments. It's about the perseverance. through them, And that's what I want to encourage you guys to do. Uh, also, if you haven't uh, gotten the. Uh, We're changing it from consulting and coaching subscription to the coaching on demand uh, subscription. We have, I haven't did it in the uh, link there yet, but that's what we're changing it to coaching on demand. We're upping it to two sessions a month. Um, We'll come back later on the day and explain to you just how powerful this subscription is going to be uh, with some new additions, some new changes. Uh, So if you want to get that, go ahead. You will, benefit on all the new changes, including the extra session a month, which now six times overpays for the subscription, but that's not the only thing. Get the books. Um, they are a way to pace yourself and learn, uh, you know, especially if you're even if you're not a reader. Uh, I love the way uh, that you can tie uh, and correlate success directly with how many books a person reads a year. Uh, the average person reads a book a year, uh, the top four or 5% of the successful people in this country read a book a week, four books a month. Uh, and that is not a coincidence. There's a great deal to be taken from, uh, how much you read. You need to increase that. So do that there, you know, also the opportunity to work with me one on one directly, um, from anywhere to 12 weeks to a year. Um, that is the flagship programs at the Visionetics Institute Uh, is what uh, I get the most kicked out of because I'm working individually with a person on a week-to-week basis to address issues, to grow, and uh, to do things of that nature. So I'm always excited about that. I have a few uh, uh, slots open currently. Uh, So if you're interested in that, jump in. Uh, Let's talk about how to master your morning routine. If you follow me for any amount of time, you know that I treat my morning routine uh with the most precious care I believe i'm 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 a part of the school of thought that if you win the first hour of the day, you win the day or if you win the morning if you get your day started right, uh you are going to have a more effective and profitable and productive day Does not mean that getting started on the right foot. Is going to inoculate you from bad moments of challenges, of fires that get started that you have to put out or anything of that nature. It just simply puts you in the right mindset. It creates the right energy. It creates the right expectations. And remember, God, like the universe, meets us at the level of our expectation. So it's extremely important that you develop a routine that puts you in the right frame of mind. Uh, one of the things that I do immediately that is different from most people, and I don't have it listed here, but I guarantee you, you need to do this, and that is leave that phone alone. If you have a habit of picking up your phone the moment you wake up, put it in another phone. Uh Put it in the restroom, in the, master, in the master suite, whatever you have to do, but don't have it on your nightstand if you've got to pick it up and start to look at it. Why? Because then you've surrendered your personal sovereignty to whatever content and notices and messages and emails and and all that that's going to be on the phone. In other words, you're going to allow an event that you don't control to set your state, your state of being, your state of thinking, your frame of mind. You have to be the person in control of how you're thinking because how you're thinking is going to determine how you engage the day. I cannot stress this enough. Don't put that phone next to that bed and pick it up when that alarm goes off. Give your me is an hour. I don't I don't open my phone for the first hour of the day. The first thing I do is I wake up. And what I'm trying and what I want you to do uh, is give yourself time to set your state. I've gotten to the point now that I give myself as much as an hour, at least an hour. It doesn't always take that. Sometimes I wake up in an unbelievable state. Matter of fact, most times I wake up in an unbelievable state. I'm expecting great things. I'm I'm, I'm, I'm in this zone where I know great things are going to happen. Uh, I'm not in a state of angst or, or worry or stress about anything that's going on. doesn't mean that I don't have problems with table. You can't do as much as I do on a daily basis and not have things that aren't going right. You can't deal with as many people as I deal with and not have things that aren't going right. But I don't wake, wake up with that on my mind. It's not that. It's not a priority. Is that that can't set the tone of my day? That can't set my state of mind. I can't allow that to be the force that's going to dictate how I respond to everything else. So what I do is I wake up and the first thing I do is I establish a heart of gratitude. You've heard me say this so many times. Why? Well, there are a couple of things we understand now that there's scientific evidence. There's a bunch of empirical data that points to the fact that we emit energy and the energy we emit is resonant, meaning that whatever energy level or frequency we're on is going to determine what we're able to pull and draw to us. We could aspire to something. We could be driving for something. But if we don't find the proper frequency and we don't sustain that frequency for the vast majority of the time, then we're gonna find it almost impossible, if not impossible to obtain those things we desire because we're on the wrong frequency. In other words, energy attracts like energy. So what do you wanna do? Well, what I can tell you is gratitude has almost a six, can come anywhere around 550 to 625 Hertz on the Hertz scale. That's a very high frequency. That's higher than love on the frequency. Uh, And you know, 700 is where you start to really hit uh transcendent energy and power where you start manifesting and creating crazy super natural things and so when you're at 600 625 you're up there gratitude is the gateway to abundance it's not the plan you have it's not how much resources you have on hand it's none of those things the abundance comes through the ability to be grateful why because gratitude and appreciation and thankfulness is a capacity to receive See, the more grateful you are about things, the more you open up to receive more things. The less grateful, less appreciated, the more that you notice lack, the less appreciated, the more more you complain, the tighter the gateway to receive is. That's just natural. That's proven over and over again. It's been that way since the beginning of time. You have to open the gateway. So why not start your day with the gateway wide open? Because things are going to happen that will close the gate a little bit. You don't want to start with your gate closed, stressed out about what's going wrong, stressed out about what could be, stressed out about things that probably will never even happen, stressed out about, matter of fact, uh, studies show that 40% of the stuff that we stress out about will never happen. The 40% of what we worry about on a daily basis will never even happen. It's anticipating the negative. And you have to change your mindset. Because that stress, while the negative thing you're worried about didn't happen, that negative energy you create during the process of worrying locked out positive things that could have been happening in your life. So you're going to have to learn how to create the state. So the first thing I do is I establish gratitude. Easiest thing in the world for me to do because I'm married to this unbelievably gorgeous woman who literally has a heart that motivates me. She has a heart that causes me to aspire to be the best I can be. She has a heart for giving to other people. She has a heart for blessing other people. Many times from a superficial level, not getting anything in return. And I look at her and I look at how she loves our family, how she loves me, how we're always looking to build and grow together. And I'm grateful. And then I get up and I get myself ready, wash my face, do all that stuff you do, throw on my clothes, head out, and, 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 and heading to my office in my house I have to pass by the rooms of the kids, and I'm thankful that I have been given the responsibility of influencing their life, of preparing them to go out into the world and, and, and provide them with an environment of safety. And I look at what I've been allowed to do in their lives, uh, and I don't see perfection. I don't see everything that I desire to be in a man, but I see that I've come a long way from where I was when I had my first kids and, 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 and that I'm growing, and that I'm becoming, and I'm grateful. And then I come down, and I sit down, and I look at my vision board, and I look at, man, man, I, I can take some of that stuff down because I've already got it. I'm grateful. And, and that'll make room for the next stuff I put up. I'm grateful. And, and And then I sit down, and I start to establish my ability and my power through my thought processes to create the reality I desire. And, and that I don't expect it to come easily. I don't expect it to come without challenge. I don't expect it to come without uh, some setbacks, some frustrations, some disappointments. That's part of the course. That That's not why I'm excited. I'm excited because I've learned that no matter what I've been, fa- I've been faced with, I've overcome. See, when I get into a bad situation, when I get into a situation. And I've had a number of them over the last couple of months. It's just life. You're not going to skate through that. I don't care who you are. If you got somebody presenting to you that they don't have problems, watch them. And, I, and, and they may define the problem different, and they may not call it a problem, but they're saying nothing ever happens negative to them. You, you watch out for that because that's not how life operates. It's not about the circumvention. It's about the power to do things. So my whole thing is... When you get in that situation, you got to have an idea. So when I'm coming up on something, I'm looking at it, I'm like, hey, it's 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 not that nothing goes wrong. It's that no matter what, when I sit up and I'm having a bad moment, a dark moment, you know what happens? I examine myself and I look back. There are times I don't spend a lot of time in my past because I don't want to consult the past the things I'm trying to do in the future, because the things I'm trying to do in the future are things that haven't been done in the past. I'm not trying to repeat the past, even though the past for me isn't the most horrible thing in the world. I've had some horrible moments. I've had some extremely horrible moments. But if I measure my life in totality, I've been blessed. So I I, I can look in that and and be thankful. And I am. I'm grateful for the past that I've had, because there are a lot of people who haven't had what I've had, a lot of people who haven't experienced what I've experienced. But here's what I do. I don't spend a lot of time with it, but one thing I do When, in when, 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 matter of fact, I got this from uh, the prophet Jeremiah who wrote in Lamentation, says, um, you know, these things I recall to mind, he's talking about the things that he's been through and how he came out of them that when when, when it, he could have been dead, he, when he was thrown in the pit, all the things that, that, that is logged in Jeremiah that happened to him that could have took him out, but he's still there. He says, these things I recall to mind, therefore I have hope. Well, what I do is when I go through my dark moment, I sit up and I, I, I look back over my life and what I realize is that in every dark moment, I won. I survived. So if I'm going to take a score, I'm literally 100% on overcoming dark moments. I haven't yet been destroyed by a dark moment. I haven't yet been taken out of the game by a dark moment. That when I look back, no matter how dark it got, I came out of it. That's saying, hey, you're batting a thousand on coming out of dark moments. You've been built to come out of dark moments. You've been established as capable of coming out of dark moments. Dark moments don't destroy you. Matter of fact, look a little closer and you'll find that when you came out of each of those dark moments, you were better as a man, as a business person, as a father, as a husband, than when you went into them. See, the dark moments refine you. The dark moments lift you. The dark moments empower you. The dark moments prepare you. See, you start to see things differently. So not even the dark moment is not something to dread. You understand, this is Going to be a tough time. This is going to be a tough period, but what happens is I'm going to push through. How are you going to push through? I don't give myself a way out. I've been asked on more than one occasion, do you have a plan B? Absolutely not. Well, you should have a plan B. Everybody should no. I should be flexible in how I approach it. I may have to change strategies. I may have to make new partnerships. I may have to do things a little differently, but if I say I'm starting the business, the business is getting started or I'm going to die trying. Why shouldn't I have a plan B? Well, plan B makes plan A obsolete. Why? Because the moment that plan A becomes difficult and painful, and it will, the moment that plan A challenges you and puts your back against the wall, and it will, you are going to automatically revert to plan B. But if there is no plan B and you have committed your mind to say what I have started, I am going to finish, I am going the distance, absolutely nothing is going to stop me, I am relentless, I will persevere. When you make up in your mind to do that, there is something about the world and the universe that responds to that determination and that faith. Like I said, faith doesn't say it's easy, faith says it's possible. Faith sets the stage for what will happen if you persevere. We can't lose hope. We can't give up. We can't turn back. We cannot retreat. No surrender, no retreat. We stand firm. We push forward. Oh, are you going to get knocked down? Yes. As Les Brown says, if you get knocked down, do your best that you can to land on your back. Les says that if you land on your back, you can look up. And if you can look up, you can get up. And, and 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 so we need not just 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 be able to say, hey, look, I'm getting back up. You know how many times I've gotten back up in my life. And that, that 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 that's a sense of accomplishment in getting back up. There's a sense of accomplishment in getting back up. You know, when I think about getting back up in the middle of a difficult time, you know, when I'm thinking about getting back up, and I'm looking at. Everything that's happening in my life, and I, I'm going through a difficult moment, and I get up, you know what I'm thinking about? I'm thinking about how I am literally training the universe to deal with me. Cause see what happens is you ever seen you ever seen a movie? I when I think about it, there have been a numerous, numerous movies like this, but the one I think about is Rocky. The first, the first one. Well, he's fighting Apollo Creed. Yes, it's a movie, but it, it points to something. It's a life principle. It's there, and if you know the story about what it took for uh, Sylvester Stallone to actually come up with the money to do Rocky, uh, a movie that basically thrust him into eternal wealth, uh, and it was the basis of all the stuff he did in the movies. Almost, um, he 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 uh, wrote this wrote that plot. Came up with it and would not sell a compromise on it at all. Went broke, lost his family, lost his dog. Actually sold his dog to eat, and then had to go back and basically buy the dog back for like fifteen thousand dollars and give a guy a spot in Rocky uh, to get the dog back. But I mean, just mad crazy. Just would not quit, would not give up, would not turn around. And you know, it's it's like that. But if you look at this fight apollo creed is putting this whooping on this dude this dude can't land a punch i mean he's just getting hit and you know it's it, it, it's almost a joke it's supposed to be an exhibition match but rock nobody told rocky right rocky's coming in with thinking he's gonna he's gonna win he fools around and he lands a blow and all of a sudden when he lands that first blow apollo's hurt because he can feel it and then he realized this dude can hit i can't let him hit me and they go back and forth right And Apollo's still winning the fight. And then Apollo finally knocks him down. You know, where he's shook. It's not just a flash knockdown. He's shook, right? And you're looking at it. And if you watch Apollo, Apollo's got his back turned to Rocky. He's celebrating, hands up in the air. I finally got this guy out of there. Oh, yeah, it's good. I've got him out of there. And then he turns back around, and Rocky has gotten up. Do you see the air go out of him? At that moment, watch it. The air goes out of him. That's what happens to people who oppose you. That's even what happens in the negative energy in the universe. When you're that person that no matter what happens, you're gonna get back up. You you send a message to the enemy. This is gonna be a long day if you think you're, you're gonna take me out. You send a message to the universe. If you think you're gonna shut me down, you gotta be ready to put in some overtime. And And what happens is, that that you've got such an intent to finish that the universe can't match it. You got to understand that when you make up in your mind that I'm going to either get it or I'm going to die trying, that energy is so powerful that it starts to literally shift the environment around you, that people start to act different, that doors start to open, that even difficult moments are not as difficult as they used to be. Why? Because I am not, If you you can't win. See, if you can't stop me, you can't beat me. You may delay me, but you can't beat me because I'm not gonna quit. See, it's not about how fast you get it done. It's not about how much you can get support behind you. It's not about any of the things that people get caught up in. The end of the day, it's about the distance you're willing to go. And if you are willing to go the distance there's absolutely nothing that can be done to stop you. You're going to execute faith. And that's one of the biggest problems we have is that we don't execute our faith. We don't sit up and actually take what we say we believe about ourselves about our lives about our relationship with god and actually put it into a practical plan of execution where we're following through on what we believe about ourselves where we're actually doing some work to change our environment doing some work to change our situations that's when you truly see see faith isn't simply the belief it's the execution that is driven by the belief. See, when you believe something enough, you move on it. See, when you believe something enough, you're not waiting for it to magically happen. When you believe something enough, you're willing to invest in it because you believe there's a return. See, when you're sitting up saying you're believing, but you're really not believing, you're not really going to put a whole lot of effort in it because you don't see any return coming back. Nobody invests a lot of energy and effort into something they don't believe will happen. And then when they don't get the results that they desire, they sit up and reinforce that negative belief that it wouldn't happen. And now they even put forth less effort than they initially put forth and they get poor results and they keep reinforcing the idea that it can't happen until they just stop trying. On the flip side, when you believe something, is possible you truly act on it and you act on it with a force of intent that I'm gonna put some true energy and effort into it because I understand that my results are gonna be directly corresponding to the effort that I put in so I'm gonna put in some real effort and what happens you get back some positive results that reinforce the belief that drive you to try even harder next time that re that puts forth even greater results that reinforces the idea that makes you try even harder the next time you're either building more momentum or you're spiraling down based off of your beliefs and the actions that follow. You have to execute your faith. You can't sit up there. Faith is not stagnant. Faith is not static. Faith is dynamic, meaning that it is powerful and it is always moving. You have to be able to execute your faith. Again, be thankful for your past, but don't... Keep consulting it and living in it, trying to predict the future. Now, if you need the faith, like I said, if you need something in the past to sit up and show you what it's like to get through something, you got plenty of records of the past that will tell you, you should have been out right there. You could have been dead right there. You should have sit up and just been totally out of the game back here. Your whole life should have been upside down and destroyed right here. But you're still standing. You're still breathing. You're still in the fight, and and so that should be a wake up. But you should not rest the magnitude, the 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 the, the, the uh, majority, and the magnitude of what you're trying to do on the past. Now you need to be connected to your future because that's where a great deal of your energy and emotion to rise is going to come from. Not on where you're at, but where you're going. So you need to have an ability to be able to manifest an imagination. your imagination what your future looks like because that's where you're going to get the emotion and the energy but you also got to be present in the day why because that's something that they need you to do today and you got to have your mindset what what needs to be done today will get done today i'm going to be committed to it i'm not going to be distracted i'm not going to be overwhelmed a lot of people lose because the moment overwhelms them And you look up and nothing got done today because they got caught up in the overwhelming moment and the emotions of being overwhelmed were too much to be functional you got to learn how to be functional in dysfunctional environments functional in dysfunctional realities functional in some of the darkest places the one thing you can't give up is your functionality because when you stop functioning you stop moving And finally, you have to understand that your mind is the most powerful tool or weapon that you have at your disposal. But what you also have to understand is it can be your worst enemy. It could be a liability or it can be an asset. You're going to have to determine that by how you focus on things, how you look at things, what you expect out of life, how you perceive things. See, that's why you can look at two people coming from the same background, going through the same situations with two totally different outcomes. Perspective. One looked at it from the role of a victim. Another looked at it from the role of a conqueror. And they had two different outcomes. One was waiting on somebody to fix it for them and release them from it or, or rescue them from it. The other one was sitting up saying, I don't like it. I'm going to change it. I don't like it, I'm going to change it. I don't like it, I'm going to change it. And I'm going to keep on doing it until I get the results that I desire. I'm never going to be satisfied with anything less than what I believe for myself to be mine. So if I don't have it, I'm still pushing. If I don't have it, I'm still fighting. If I don't have it, I'm still growing. I'm still shifting. I'm still evolving. I'm still elevating until I get to the point where I can look at my life and say, I've gotten everything that I've come here for. I've done everything I was designed to do. I have written my legacy. I have laid it in stone and it will live long after I'm gone. If you haven't gotten there, you got work to do, get up, put in the work. Nobody can do for you what needs to be done but you. Nobody. It's going to be up to you to do it. And on that note, I'm going to get ready to get out of here. Like I said, if you haven't signed up for the new subscription, it's no longer going to be the consulting and coaching subscription. It's going to be Coaching on Demand. Uh, it's going to have an additional, uh, just check, click the link and go check it out. Uh, it's going to have an additional session. So now there's two sessions that you pick when, uh, as long as, you know, I'm available because I'm actually going to fulfill all of these. Um, it's, you're not going to be passed off to anybody else. I'm going to fulfill them, but you're going to get that and you're going to get everything else that goes along with it. Go to the site, check it out, click the link, uh, and subscribe. Uh, if, if you haven't gotten the books, the last two books, book 20 and 21, uh, they are also books one and two and the six books, uh, Personal Development Series, um, so I'm excited about that because I'm going to start book number three uh, probably in another thirty days. Uh, so I'm excited about that. But whatever you do, uh, make a commitment to make change. Give yourself an uh, an hour. Uh, like I said, you can do it in ten minutes when you train yourself, when you get your mind to thinking and how it should respond to things. You can literally turn switches on, and your mind's going to automatically take you to where you want to go. You can sit and say, Okay, this isn't what I want to do. I'm going to go here. And then a go. You can sit and say, This is not how I'm going to accept this. This is not how I'm going to view this. I'm going to view this through this lens in your mind a go. But you got to train it. You got to condition it. You gotta, every day, you got to wake up and establish how you're going to think about something. Every day, you got to wake up and establish how you're going to approach the challenges of the day. They're going to be there. Trust me. That's going to happen. Even in the best of times, you're going to have challenges. It's not the avoidance of the challenge, it's the ability to master what you are facing. It's the ability to overcome what you're facing. It's the ability to face it down and deal with it and overcome it that's going to determine uh, the ultimate outcome. You have a responsibility to yourself. You have a responsibility to your family. If you're married, you have a responsibility to your spouse. And ultimately, you have a responsibility to God to execute. That's my challenge. As I always say, I'm going to live my life on full so that when I leave this place, I die on me. And I'm challenging you to do the same thing. On that note, I'm out of here.